Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, y'all. You know, all month, well, all year, all the fucking time, but really this month, we really wanted to focus on community, friendship, and we all know that it takes a village to raise a woman, a mother, friends. It's, you really, you need people. You need your people. We have two really special guests. One who I just met today and really haven't said much to, but I'm about to, we're about to dig in, girl. <laughs> and and another friend of the, of the show that's come on, we have uh, Jade um, from the Getting Grown podcast, and we have Fran from the friend zone hey. real life friends by the way yes <laughs> which is which i thought was really cool i was like how, how what two homies can i get from from pods that are really real friends in real life to come on and talk because me and mila we are basically married we're in platonic love mm-hmm. um we've recently discussed <laughs> even maybe having a baby together yeah, that's real i, see it for y'all. I, I love it i do we, we, we raise our kids together right now i mean these these were se- these were done separately but it's working out perfect because apparently the divine had us in mind they're both the same age wow. they're both girls <laughs> and they love each other and they're best friends so like there was a bigger there was a bigger thing in happening when we got pregnant we didn't know it yet but yeah we like we take our kids on vacation together oh they're in Incredible. camp together right now we're like okay honey so what camp do you think is best for the girls okay <laughs> where, do, where do you think we should get the camp okay. oh my god <laughs> we're like so cute, so <laughs> we, go, we went on vacation and we're like we're gonna have a kid free two weeks we're like we're gonna have to bring the kids back in August I'm like yeah book the tickets right now honey we need this Airbnb <laughs> <laughs> I'm like damn we're fucking married for real people think we lesbians together but we really don't i mean it would be perfect if we could just lesbian together because we'd be happy not, le- not if we could lesbian, lesbian together, together. <laughs> lesbian together we will lesbian separately <laughs> we have lesbian separately just not together i don't know i don't know if it will work it's good but yeah it might get a little complicated it might get complicated and you know sex complicates things so truly. this is this is truly really keep it platonic let's keep it platonic but yeah we wanted to really talk about our tribe and just divine friendship and how important it is because I feel like it's this relationship even though it started kind of in business even though when we started a podcast we were just we didn't know we were starting a business we're just like let's do something Mm. um it, it really is it seemed to be bigger than us you know like the friendship our girls being the same age our platonic marriage so like how did you guys meet what is yours because you guys are both New York natives right Yes, we are. I don't even know how we met, to be honest. We just run... Friends? Yeah, we had mutual friends. Um, I know I've been friends, I think, with Kid Fury the longest Mm -hmm. because we did YouTube Mm -hmm. at the same time. So we kind of came up at the same time. And he was already friends with, like, Crystal and Jade and Dustin and a lot of other our friend groups, and they kind of just brought me in. But I can't pick, like, a specific day or event. I think it was just from being around each other. Yeah. And we are kind of, like, the hippies of the crew. Yeah. (laughs) Our people. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, we're very into, like, our interests intersect a lot. Mm -hmm. And so we found ourselves calling each other more, seeing each other more outside of the friend group. Mm Mm-hmm. And really, I think it's turned into just like a full-blown sisterhood village Facts. outside of now a friendship. Now five minutes away from each other. I moved <laughs> from Harlem, which I have grew up in, lived my whole life, and moved to Brooklyn, which I never thought I would do. Yeah. And it was crazy because I, I called her and was like, yo, I just checked out this bomb apartment. Um, I'm going to come see you. And she's like, oh, here's my address. Put it in the maps. And it was five minutes away. And mm-hmm. you were like, done. done. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, this is an apartment. Like something for that to have pulled me to Brooklyn and then it's Mm -hmm. five minutes from her. I didn't even question it. Moved in. Same thing with Crystal. Mm -hmm. Crystal So we all just kind of started our our college campus in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite dorm roomies, but down the street. That's close enough. Exactly. (laughs) And when I get divorced, we talk about it often. We're gonna have a compound. You ain't leaving. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. You ain't leaving your man. I'm not, I know. I'm not. I'm a sucker. But but we're gonna start a compound though. Yeah. Can yeah. we can we that's move into the compound? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Bring your gifts. Yeah, that's all it that's all it takes. I can do eyelashes. Gifts. I'm, I'm oh, that's really, important. I'm really good at aesthetics <laughs> and dance moves. I could be I, I could dance in the mornings and yes. do do lashes at night. That's I my love that, here for it. Here for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
I know I was watch. I was looking at your. Um, actually, I was looking at your Instagram, and I saw this like super cute video that you did with Jade's daughter for yes. Ritz, and I was like, oh my god, this is adorable. Like, and that's what I talk about. Like, we talk about our tribe. Like, for example, we, we were out of town, and uh, basically. My, my whole schedule, the person I thought was going to be responsible for my child was not going to be responsible for my child. Mm -hmm. And so I really had to lean on my friends yeah. to like step in and take care because I don't have the typical setup of like a grandparent that's in the state or that's, right. you know, mm -hmm. is grandparenting. And shout out to my mom. She's an amazing grandparent, but she's also a CEO and she's very, very busy. She, she don't have time for grandma, <laughs> grandma activities like she that. Doing grandma <laughs> she's she's a boss and small and doses yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she's like yo i got a board meeting i'm like okay <laughs> um but like is that someone is, is i'm assuming fran is someone that you can you can lean on especially oh absolutely yeah. i can leave my child with fran i can leave my cat with fran <laughs> i left my cat with fran a I couple tried weeks to ago steal your cat you did. And child. She did. Okay. and then she texted me after my cat came back home and was like she's calling me from the bathroom she'd like to come over <laughs> but i can take i can take Noah over there we were actually making plans on the way here she's gonna take her in a couple weeks yeah. oh perfect yeah they're gonna go do activities fishing and yeah. a bunch of camping stuff Amazing. yeah oh, well, that's nice. so i this is like this is my village this is who i trust my child can sleep at her house yeah. like this is my village this is my community how do you think like your ideas of like what you look for in a friend have changed over like maybe from like your, oh, your 20s to, so your, to your 30s Ooh. like what has what was like the what was like the requirement then versus now not having requirements yeah. i think that was the biggest shift yeah. for me it was like we like to party <laughs> like you're a cute girl i'm a cute girl we like the same places bet i'll meet you there mm -hmm. and it just was more of a social friendships like i only saw you when we went out to certain places but i can't say that like you knew about what i was going through mm -hmm. or even my family mm -hmm. you know but then as i as my consciousness cracked open i started looking for different things and different people and my friend groups it was like what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. what are the conversations? Um, not saying that everything has to be like, what are our goals? Because sometimes you just want to chill Hell on the couch no. and watch TV. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Yeah. But I like to have friendships that have range. Nice. You know, like I want to watch Love After Lockup on the couch mm -hmm. with you and yep. eat gummies. But I also want to figure out how we can get Noah in a Ritz campaign. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and figuring out like what tools and skill sets can I offer you for your growth and vice versa. And, and so also spiritual growth. Like, oh, yeah, I can, sure. we can get down on some good nigga shit. Me and Fran are two hood <laughs> girls. We love some good nigga shit. We love nigga jokes and memes <laughs> and gifts. We text each other like problematic the joke, joke of, of the day. day. <laughs> but then, on the other hand, I can call Fran and say, bitch, there was a raven outside my window for six days. And we will days, break it down. And we will talk about spirit <laughs> for hours. Right. And it's, it's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful range yes. in our relationship. And that's what I, I feel that I'm most drawn to, being able to be my full self mm -hmm. in your presence. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that it, in your journey, like in, especially in our journey, and even through this podcast, I think I've really found myself in such a major way. I think after having a child, before having a child, a lot of my identity was wrapped in um, who I was with mm -hmm. and trying to. But also, I was I, I, I did have an identity, but I was still trying to figure it out. There was a lot of insecurities happening. Um, he was very he knew exactly what he who he was and what he was doing, and I felt so insecure that I didn't. Right. And so I was like, let me just elevate you because like you seem like you're doing really good over here. Mm -hmm. um, Relatable content. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. avoid, avoid, avoid. <laughs> you talking uh, too loud. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and then kind of stepping into, you know, this space and, um, feeling really empowered and learning so much about myself as a woman outside of being a mother, yeah. um, has really been eye opening, but also has, has made a lot of people kind of fall to the wayside too. Like you have like these casualties of like friendships, yeah. where, absolutely. especially ones that you're like, no, no, like looking back, especially I think of one specifically where I'm like, oh no, this, we're going to be old and gray together. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, life does what it does. And it's like, oh no, this person no longer serves you because now you're walking in a different space. Absolutely. And I'm, I, and, and I wanted to ask you, um, Fran, cause I know you 
are really work a lot in the wellness space. Mm-hmm. And I know you've been in, I've, I think I started following YouTube like a, like a pretty long time ago, maybe like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm like 12 years in. And I, I think I started following you because I was trying to figure out what the fuck to do with the hair. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need some, this hair is dry. I need hair care tips. <laughs> And look at us now. I know, look right? Look at this moisturized, moisturized curl. <laughs> yes. Um, what kind of like, how did you transition from that into kind of like walking into the space that you're in now? Um, it was always, uh, like I didn't plan any of this. I definitely wasn't, because I got in the game in, in 09. Influencers and making money wasn't a thing. We were literally just like, on YouTube in our living rooms, talking to the camera, um, just for the hell of it. And for me, I had had an illness. I had been dealing with some kidney complications and was just sharing and documenting the little shifts I was making in my life to try to get better. And on Tumblr, when Tumblr was like popping and, you know, had like 100,000 followers on Tumblr. And then my friend, uh, Francesca Ramsey, known as Cheska Lee, she was already killing it on YouTube. And she was like, I think you would be so cute on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm sensitive, you know. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's your sign? What's your birthday? Taurus. Oh, April awesome. 24th. Oh, my God. One day before my baby. Oh, she's awesome. I know. Tell she's me about yourself. <laughs> tell me more. I need to know. <laughs> like, right, I'll show you everything. You tell me about your past. Tell me about Who were you as a now. child? <laughs> what, could, what could your parents have done better? Right. We'll talk. <laughs> Um, No, but honestly, I think the cool thing has been just staying open to all the changes. Like when Cheska Lee was like, come to YouTube, I went to YouTube. And then Kid Fury and Asante really put the bug in my ear for transitioning to podcasting. And then my friend Miriam Hazanea, who's like an incredible healer and practitioner, me and her got together and started touring, getting black practitioners in the wellness field because they tend to be overlooked, giving them jobs. And we went on a 15, 16 city tour for three years, just touring the world and bringing this information to the neighborhoods that we felt like needed the access. And so it's just staying open. Like I didn't plan any of it, but I also couldn't have designed any of this, you know, and and just kind of like seeing what things look like, following the breadcrumbs and just going with it. And everything has just been so awesome. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about, like, as your consciousness cracked open. You know, I think <clears throat> sometimes you, you start friendships with people since kindergarten or first grade. Right. And you be friends with some people so long that you don't think twice about it. You continue to just be friends with them and mm-hmm. you expect we're going to grow old together. And sometimes I feel like those relationships can be hindering because sometimes you believe what everybody believes about you. And it mm-hmm. doesn't give you space to grow and to explore and, like... Even in this space, me and Erica were not very close before we started the podcast, like not close at all. Mm. And so we kind of like cracked open this friendship and this like our, this deepness as we talked on the podcast. But <clears throat> it took me to break away from other friendships for me to kind of stand in my own space. And like so, I, I, it sounds silly, like being an influencer and being on the Internet telling my business has brought me all my friendships. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> There's some no real, right, right? there's some real shit that comes with like discover like being honest about who you are and if you're honest and being authentic and then there's some I feel like there's like some kind of alert you put out into the world as you get as you get to know yourself and you're true to that divine spirit will be like I'm gonna deliver you all your people all oh, your hippie sure. tribe yeah. you wanna do weird shit with your friends here's your weird friend yeah. wanna go to yeah. sex party with your friend here she goes she'll go <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like, it's like it, a radio frequency that you're tuned into and then everyone Body else starts tuned to, in and then you yeah. would th- it, it sounds so silly like I have all these internet friends turning real friends but it's true and it's God mm-hmm. and like even when we left we had lunch with Jade the other day and I'm like damn I love Jade I'm like, <laughs> I love y'all I'm like I knew she was our people you know I feel like I talked to her I've seen her 400 times but it's just like constantly through podcasting just meeting our tribe I'm like damn there's something so special but I do realize it's really in releasing sometimes what you who you thought you were or what you were supposed to be or what your friends think you are because we grow and we change Mm -hmm. and that's okay and sometimes if you're like 
con, con, in, like construct, oh God, Lord, my, my vocabulary. Like if you, if you keep yourself in the same friend group and you're not open to change, to changing or you're not open to meeting new people, mm-hmm. you, you rarely get to like go on full bloom and find your true tribe because you change and you grow and it's okay to like shed old relationships and gain new ones and like come into yourself more. So I think that's dope. Yeah. Well, listen, I've heard, I've heard people say all kinds of things. Jade and friends start hanging out. We started hanging out years ago, but now we don't kick it as much because I don't like you hoes like that no more. <laughs> I outgrew you. That. I outgrew you and that's okay. You can outgrow me too. Like we just not yeah. on the same shit anymore. And I think people need to stop getting offended and lean into where they are at in life and find your own tribe. You're going to be all right. And you might spin the block on certain people. Like there are friendships that for whatever reason we parted ways and then you find yourself coming back around in five, ten years. You know, maybe you had to go through some things. Mm -hmm. They had to go through some things and you're just seeing each other in a completely different light. Same with relationships, friendships, family members. So I really have learned to... Just give grace for whatever story needs to play out, mm-hmm. you know? I think the most important thing, though, above all, is being able to be your true self in any friendship. Yeah. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to, like, pretend. I don't want to have to, be com- like, make you comfortable. Mm-mm. If I'd be taking my shirt off. If you don't like it, <laughs> we're not that close of friends. Right. I don't Mila know. be sending me titty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we're at the nude beach. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you hoes so much. I love that. <laughs> Out. Like, yeah. you know, and for a long time, I was having friends I've known for years, and I'm like, like whispering behind my back. I'm like, bitch, my titties been out since the 90s. <laughs> you want to be my friend or not? Like, I'm not, like, every time I'm leaving the, the fucking hangout, I'm like, damn, do I need attention? Why are my titties always out? Like, do I like her, nigga? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, questioning myself and who I am and shit. Yeah. But like, it, you know your friends when you don't have to think about who you are, and you can go fucking watch Love yeah. After Lock Up and talk nigga shit, and also be like, I need to have some inner child healing. I need to do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm in. A, I'm be like, I'm in a space today, and and oftentimes we're in very similar spaces. Yeah. So then that will lead to long conversations, right? Because we be trying Five to pull each other out of the spaces. Yeah, <laughs> and because it's alignment, like it's just God. Sometimes mm. you find your tribe in same spaces because it's just like, oh, I needed to hear this message today mm-hmm. absolutely um i know you've done like we were we we're obviously google searching you and mm-hmm. like um you there was something about you did a speech at emory about how like science and spirituality um intersect mm-hmm. like what what are your findings in those studies about like i mean for me i feel like it's like duh you know, like spirituality is science. It's yes. The same thing. It's just like <laughs> depending how you look at it. But like what, what are, how do you think your spirituality, you know, like what are those some of those things you talk about in, in, in that course, not course, but that speech in that talk? Yeah. I mean, I think the coolest thing for me is when you're that woo woo friend or spiritual friend, because I respect science. I respect the woo. To me, it's a, we need all of it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think um, there's always this resistance on either side. There to, really is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, I don't really understand so. why they can't be integrated. And so the, the speech that I gave was really just about, you know, you'll see magazines with groundbreaking studies in science and it'll be like about your inner voice (laughs) or or intuition. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I just wish people respected uh, ancient wisdoms for what they are and, and not uh, there's so, there've been so many people that have been like, I can't believe you talk about yoga or this and that. And it's the devil's worship. And it's like, no one wants to just respect different interests. So Jesus doesn't fuck with yoga, basically? I mean, the Christians oh, yeah. online used to give me a oh, yeah, hard time. About yoga? Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah. And it became so overwhelming that I noticed I kind of would pull back mm. certain posts. And then I had to check myself. Like, well, I'm not going to stifle my growth and my interests mm-hmm. um, because... You know, it's not being well received by the masses online, but I think science especially, I found like when I would get into that um, intuitive bag on the podcast, the science people would be like, well, I was reading this and it's like, that's great for you, but this Mm -hmm. is what I'm experiencing as my reality and I have the right to explore that, Mm -hmm. you know? Being like two women from New York and like being black women, 
what, how have you come to your hippiness? You know, like <laughs> I'm a very like hippie, heavy breathing, moaning type of bitch. And like, I've always <laughs> kind of just been who I am and had freedom in doing that. But like, just like you talk about people coming, like the Christians coming for you for yoga and like, yes. have, have, is that, is that, have, is that your make? Like, obviously that's your commonplace, one of your commonplaces. Is that, has that always been your, your, your upbringing or is that just something that you've, you've tapped into as an, in adulthood? I well, my parents are interesting, so they're like <laughs> hippie niggas. <laughs> they are. They always. They are. They always have been. My father was raising the projects, like. Yeah. But they, as soon as they got them some land, he grew his bamboo. <laughs> he wanted to like swim naked. Mm. He's really he's a Taurus. He is. He's a right. Taurus. My father's a Taurus. And my mother's a Virgo. <laughs> um, and it, they all of all of a sudden switched to the brown rice and the coconut oil for your joints and the apple cider vinegar and juicing the vegetables. I think I was like 12 or 13 and he came home and said, we drinking our vegetables from now on. That's what we doing. And we were like, okay, nigga. Like, <laughs> like, Where you been, Daniel? We were like, what is this? He was like, it's beets, kale, celery, apples, and with carrots. And we were like, oh, okay, all right. And then like, as a treat, he would take us to Whole Foods and get us a wheatgrass on, a shot and a red, white, and blue smoothie. Yes. So like, it's been a nice like balance with my family yes. as far as that's concerned. Um, I know my family was not into none of this shit. They, you know, I'm from the Caribbean, um, so they they don't play with them demons. <laughs> Some parts, you know, I my grandmother, you know, I would witness her practices, but it was very hidden. You know, like I would wake up and have an egg in a bowl under mm -hmm. my bed and I didn't ask questions. Mm -hmm. I was like, I trust whatever protection <laughs> she's creating for me. That's who my grandma is. But she never really got to shine fully in her practices which was unfortunate because my family just wasn't having it for the most part but I was observant and um I was just always drawn to nature even as a kid like I ended up going to a school called Manhattan Country School mm. where part of the curriculum was that you had to shear sheep and then put the wool into a loom and make a blanket Wait, or they had sheep in Manhattan? No, no, no. Oh, they would drive sheep. you to the Catskill. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 so, so part of the year you're in the school. Unless you're in the Bronx. Oh Somewhere in the Bronx. Sometimes they got chicken. I mean, shit. most of us have in our backyard. But, <laughs> but you have, you know, part of the curriculum, you're in Manhattan. And then the other part, you're in the Catskills on the farm. Mm. And you had to learn life skills. I had to wake up at 5 a.m. at like 13 years old, go into the chicken coop because house we have made breakfast you know and making clothes for each other and I was just like this is awesome because I'm a you know I just got out of the projects what when I was 26 like yeah. I'm not that far removed <laughs> <laughs> and so to have those experiences and even the summers in the Caribbean like I just always had it around me and very quickly uh could see that I can play in all worlds like you put me in in fast-paced highly successful boss mode i'm gonna do it mm -hmm. but you put me in nature to just be in silence i'm gonna do it and i feel called to absolutely everything but now as i'm getting older the calling is shifting where i'm less interested in um the markers of success that people tend to look for and it's more of an internal success like i love how beautiful my friendships are my partnership is amazing working on relationships with my mom <laughs> And to me, those markers of success are way more interesting to me as of late. And so I'm just kind of going in that direction. Mm -hmm. Following your intuition. Yeah. That's, right. That's why I'm headed to Oregon in the fall. I'm leaving New York. You're moving? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my land and just chill out. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank so you. Amazing. I appreciate That's that. That's so beautiful. Mila, so we just went to Costa Rica, like we said, and we had a some well, I think it's the beginning of a shift for us. Mm -hmm. Um and I was telling Mila when we were there, because when we were there, we were like, Man, like we don't you don't really need a lot you really to live don't. a good life. Yeah. To be happy. Yeah. Like these the people on the, out there are just they're so beautiful they're so vibrant and they don't have all the things that I'm sometimes I feel like I'm working so hard for these benchmarks and success or these, not even ours or these items that I'm yeah. not gonna die with or like providing certain things for my child that I don't she doesn't even give a fuck you <laughs> yeah. know truly you know she just I'm wants like, your attention yeah girl I didn't threw her a birthday party oh my god I spent so much money and she just was like. 
And just wanted to play in the pool. I was yes. like, but look at this and look at this and this <laughs> See, and that's this. why I don't do that no more. Right, I think right. I'm done. I'm we done. go to the park and have a barbecue. <laughs> I had a blast. <laughs> yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like I think I was telling her when we were there, I was like, it's so easy to come back to your fast-paced life and kind of forget the feeling that you felt while you were there. And right. I know I've done it. I've done it at least 10 times. I know I've gone to different places and been like, this is it. Like, I can feel it. And then I come home and I'm right back into the mix. I mean, it's so easy to jump back in. And I think one thing, my my best friend, shout out to Claude Kelly. We've been friends since we were like preteens. And he became a millionaire really early. I think he was like probably 20. Damn. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa. We were both like, yo. <laughs> he was like writing for Kelly Clarkson and Britney Spears and his mm -hmm. life just changed. And I remember going from like us splitting a salad <laughs> and, and jumping over turnstiles on the train to him being like, yo, you got to see my new crib. And it was like overlooking, you know, the city, the, his lake. And it was just yeah. like, I remember looking at him and we both cried because it was like, you made it. But then very quickly, it was like, what did I make exactly? Right. Because he realized this actually didn't make me feel any different. I was just happy to change how I'm being perceived. Mm. Like it, it changed how I move in a room because now everyone's like, oh, he made it. So it was that question of who are you actually doing this for and how does it actually feel at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. And he gave all that up. Wow. Now he lives in Nashville mm -hmm. in like a little gated community with his dog and he's chilling. He doesn't write for artists anymore because he realized that those benchmarks were really for everyone else. Mm. And he wanted to create a life that was, as my friend Haas says, less of a to-do list and more of a to-feel list. Mm. And that shift is very subtle. But it and it and it's funny because now everyone's like, "Oh, you fell off. What happened to you, bro?" And he's like, "Fell off. <laughs> like, I'm actually like in my bag, but it's just a very different bag mm -hmm. than what people want to see and are expecting. And it's very brave, which is sad. It's brave to it walk is. away from that program. It's, it's super brave. It's mm -hmm. very because brave. So many people will tell you you're crazy. Absolutely, there'll be a very small group of people that are going to support you. And mm -hmm. you know, especially if you are ident identify who you are based on how people perceive you, then you're fucked. Kind of. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to be gonna come, you're, you're going to come back from every vacation and be like, yeah, yeah, back to it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be tired on a soul level because it's a wheel that you cannot ever catch up to. And, you know, and speaking about like coming back and I was telling her, I was like, I, I, I we I want to hold us accountable. Like, how do we hold each other accountable to stay in that? To stay in that. Yeah. And like, how, yeah. how do you guys hold each other accountable in your friendship? Like, what are some of the ways that maybe like you guys check in with each other and be like, girl, like you said you were going to do this. And you weren't really doing that. <laughs> <laughs> do we do we do that? Or are you guys um, maybe in different ways? I can't say that we do. We hold each other accountable in different ways. Like Jade don't sleep. No, so sleep. I'm no. always like like a night owl or something. She just don't yes, sleep. and I like do um, I do a lot of things. Yeah, she's always things. on the run between she, business, mommying, being a wife. There's so many hats that she wears, and mm -hmm. she doesn't get rest. And so, if anything, I'm the accountability is just like, are you nourished? Mm. You know, like is your body? Do you have the capacity to even? Feet, like do all these things on a yes. weekly basis. She does do this because she'll be on <laughs> on fumes. This is my twentieth recording of the week. Twentieth? Yeah. She's not exaggerating. That's no, the thing. That That's is. crazy. She's not doing exaggerating. A lot of talking. Yeah, I don't even know why niggas still listening. To be real <laughs> honest with you, but I am like on my because we're leaving. So I'm right. like, okay, we got to double up on. Then we got a project in a couple weeks. Yeah, and we're having this meeting, and I, that's why I got on that bitch yesterday, getting my hair braided. Right. I was like, all right, well, we're gonna hammer through these details. This doesn't change anything. Everybody carry on. Right. Like <laughs> you know, and it's just I'm moving, moving. So she's very good about being like, did you? Eat, eat, or go to Have sleep. Have you had water? Mm. Have you done this? <laughs> and then Fran doesn't really cook. She can, but she doesn't. Uh, yeah, so, I'm a lady of leisure. Yes, <laughs> she Me will too. eat Sour Patch Kids like for the <laughs> evening <laughs> and some kettle chips. So I'd be like, let's She's get dinner. Lying. I'm gonna get us meals. I'm gonna get us no, like No, I'm a tourist. Don't act like I eat. I know, no, you don't That's eat anything. That's just an inside joke with us and Crystal. <laughs> but 
<laughs> but I, my partner is a cook. He yes, loves he is. to cook, so I'm very blessed because I'm like, yes, enjoy. Did you manifest it? It happened actually because you said that you were like, I need somebody who cooks, and, and that's exactly what he I makes got. Restaurant, and he shit. loves to cook, and it's his love language. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what a blessing that he gets excited to feed me because right, I'm a tourist who loves to eat and send pictures of his. Wait, because hold up, my daughter's my daughter's a tourist, and she is picky as. Fuck. Okay. Really? I, I'm like, tourists love to eat what? We love food. She's going to come into her mm-hmm. own I with hope this. So. Right. Yeah. She <laughs> Don't worry. She's going to hit it's you with this wow. the same <laughs> like five things for about three and a half years. I'm like, that'll change. It will. Quickly. She's six. Yeah. She It's coming. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. They change so much. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's hope for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, my bougie ass daughter is a muscle crab eating fucking. Yeah, oh, I took, I I took her daughter that. to dinner the other night, and we were at this like you know fancy little restaurant, and she she was hell bent on the muscles. I was trying to like, steer her away. <laughs> it was like the most. It was like the expensive shit on there. I was like, you sure you don't want this? <laughs> She's like, mm I want muscle. She's like, I know what I want. I was like, meanwhile, my daughter's like, do they have plain spaghetti? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> cool, that muscles. So I right. love that. Did my... she want it in a white wine sauce? Yeah, that's not bougie. She did. It was white wine that's sauce. Awesome. And then I was like, the server was looking at me because it's literally one of the ingredients. And I was like, she'll have the muscles in white wine. And he's like, wine? Six? Yeah. I'm like, it's he said cooked. That? He's, it's cooked. I could just tell he was looking at me like, or maybe I was looking at myself. Chop, chop, nigga, put the order in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go get the order. It's fine. It's cooked out. The alcohol. I bet she ate all out. that shit too. You know, one thing's for certain, and three things for sure. Mila loves an itty bitty bikini baby. True. Um, I have really curly pubes, and that leads to ingrowns, and ingrowns lead to scarring. But luckily, I've been delivered. You've been delivered. God has delivered me Lady Sweet Botanical Oil. I've been using it consistently now for like two years. It's lightened and brightened my bikini area. I feel better than ever in the tiniest bikini because I be naked. And I feel like if you also suffer from pubic hair, ingrown, scarring, insecurity, this is the motherfucking vulva oil for you. Yes. And it feels good. It smells good. Their products are First of all, created by a woman, backed by dermatologists. There's no yucky, gross ingredients in them. And it actually works. Like, this is an ad, but also the shit fucking works. And your vulva deserves love, too. You know, we care for everything else. Care for your vulva. And right now, you can get 15% off when you use code GOODMOMS15 today. You can go to ladysweetbeauty.com and use GOODMOMS and get 15% off any order over $30. You will not regret this. You're welcome. Uh, you said you have a partner. Jade, mm-hmm. you're married. Um, me and Jamila are both single. Uh, last year, we happened to fall upon... <laughs> We're the same person because I was literally about to ask this same yeah, shit. Oh, see, look. <laughs> we happened to fall upon boyfriends last year. They're no longer our boyfriend. I love that. Uh, yeah. Happened to fall upon. I love those. <laughs> our, our manifestations are, je- are oddly on the same we, time. We did. We manifested boyfriends. We wrote it down. Specifically, like, what we wanted. But we weren't detailed enough. There were a lot of missing, uh, like, bullet points. And you got tired <laughs> of them at the same time as yep, well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they expired <laughs> on the same time. Expired literally, like within weeks, they both expired. Um, <laughs> Strong six month relationship. It happens, um, it and uh, and then last, like in May, I, I was like done with niggas, and I was like, I'm going, I'm celibate, I'm or I'm abstaining from sex. Oh, yeah, I, I was that. like, I'm cool. I'm like, actually, it was before May, but that's when I actually I asked our, my community to join me. Um, wait, wait, before you proceed, okay. I just want to know, because I didn't really like that boyfriend very much. He got on my motherfucking nerves. I know. And then, <laughs> there, was, there was tension. I was like, oh, he's coming over. Yeah. You're coming. I was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you ever, I know you're married, but like, have you ever dated anyone that you just did not fuck with, Jade? Mm-mm. Uh, or, no. Mm-mm. It's always been kosher. I mean, the only one that was the oh. cuckoo word, but, but mm. he was so busy um that he didn't really get to be yeah. around a lot of my friends this is also a, a similar we'll talk after <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah, he yeah. was just like you know larger than life personality and it was a hellscape of a relationship yeah. but a luckily 
I mean, it was just rough. Oh, uh, what, what yeah. housecape? What does that mean? Oh, housecape. hellscape. Oh, hellscape. hellscape. Yeah, yeah, not housecape. Uh-huh. And my friends, luckily, I kept them pretty separate. Like, that's how yeah. bad it was. So I just wish bad things on them now. But. <laughs> right. And that, that was what I was getting to was because I, I told I've told all my friends now because I don't. I was like, I don't trust myself. I mean, I mean, I trust myself, but also like, I feel like my friends need to interview any nigga that comes up. I'm like, I think my friends, my my man or my possible man needs to go through like a filter of friends <laughs> first uh, to yeah. make sure yeah. that it's right and like the dick is not blinding me yes. and something. like the f- affection or whatever and the fuck he's giving clear. me is yeah. not blinding me because mm-hmm. and that's really why I went on that abstaining journey was because I realized that sex was was really confusing me and like mm-hmm. making me like people that I did not like like one hour before mm-hmm. right um so is that important to you? Like, is like your friends obviously getting along with your partner getting along with your friends? Because sometimes people are like perfectly happy keeping it separate. Like, this is my separate life. I'll be honest. I, it doesn't. I don't think it's something I need for my friends to like my partner or even be integrated. To be honest, the partner I have now, that's really the. this is the first time that I have a partner who is friends with my friends. Yeah. Like they have each other's numbers. Yeah, we be texting. They text, talk. But doesn't, that feel, but doesn't that feel like in some way, some sort of, um, I don't know, it feels good. It, it's actually, it's been challenging for me. Really? Because I've been so used to keeping those worlds separate. Mm. Um, that now I'm like, ooh, okay. Because the thing is, like, I, I've, I always preferred being able to have a clean cut if I want to leave you. Uh, right. You so is that why you kept, is that why you kept it separate? It was just always easier for me. Because mm-hmm. I always viewed my relationships like... I'm just now coming into like really enjoying monogamy and like fully trusting and like melting into each other in a lot of ways. Whereas before I always had kind of a wall up in my relationships where it was like, I'm still, you're on audition, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, constant audition. And I never really, I can't say that I was with someone that I felt like you should be integrated into the fiber of my life. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel that way about anybody. Same for me. Before Tristan, I did not introduce anybody to anybody. Yeah, no. Never. My friends didn't meet anybody I was dating, fucking nothing. They were just like, I mean, she got business, you know. <laughs> and so when he started coming around, we were like, oh, you know, like, okay, all right. She got a partner. And so now he like will hang sometimes and then sometimes yeah. he doesn't. We go on our trips and he's not always there. Mm. He's actually hardly ever there. Yeah. yeah. I see him when I come over. But yeah. outside of that, yeah, I don't think it's, I think, um, some people, men, are are very central to their existence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like their, their lives revolve around that thing. Mm-hmm. And I've just never been that type of person. For me, it's like my relationships were an aspect of my existence. Um, and now I'm learning to, like, what that looks like when our lives do intersect. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. friends, family, even business like I've, I'm like, oh, this is new because mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. it's safe. It's a safe relationship. I feel very secure. Mm-hmm. And we have such a strong friendship first, which I think was the piece that was always missing where it's like, I like you. I actually like, like I like you. I fuck with you. Yeah. Like if you Outside weren't my partner, I'd, we'd probably be friends. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to me, that's super cool because I actually want him around for things. I want him to come. Things feel weird if he's not there. Right. And I think that that's cool because it's very new for me. That's cool. That's exciting. You're yeah. walking into a new space. Yeah. I think for me, um, it's not necessarily, it's not a requirement. It just does make life a little easier. I think it only highlighted it for me really because... In the, none of my friends liked him. <laughs> and, 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 and it and wasn't even, yeah. and it was like the immediate, like the first impression with every single one <laughs> like, was oh, like, yeah. it was something was going wrong. And I was like, damn nigga, can you just <laughs> like, I wasn't going to bring you. Like, <laughs> let me see his picture. I want to look at his eyes. Oh, you're gonna- <laughs> they look crazy, bitch. They look a little crazy. Friends, no, that ask everybody. But let me see a picture. I want to see the eyes. Show you. <laughs> That's a legitimate question. You got to look people in the eyes. Oh, usually absolutely. the crazy is in the eyes. Well, you know what? I went against Always. my intuition because he had been kind of like trying to date me for a while. And I was like, no, you look a little, you look a little corny. I don't know. And then COVID hit. <laughs> And, and you bitch was got like, bored. Wait, you got a COVID boyfriend. The COVID, the COVID goggles. The COVID goggles came like, on. Hell fine. <laughs> Don't do that, ladies. Don't ever find yourself into a relationship. <laughs> but the abstaining piece, because I actually abstained for four years. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. For my partner and I, um, we actually dated years ago. 
and parted ways just because our lives were headed in two completely different directions. Um, the Hey Friend Hey stuff was like getting really heavy in my business and I just didn't have the I didn't have the presence to give and he didn't have the presence to give. Mm-hmm. So we we actually had like a breakup picnic. Oh, and funny enough, it was on Fourth of July. So it was like Independence Day, people. Telling <laughs> <laughs> and but it was funny because that's just who we were. It was like there's no beef. Let's just sit and talk about the ways that we grew with each other, the things that we would offer as advice on things that might help you in the future. Mm-hmm. And parted ways, did not talk for like four or five years, and bumped into each other on the street, and it was just like. Hey! Wow. <laughs> and this time we had the capacity, and so everything was very different. And I don't know that I would have had that clarity if I hadn't taken those four years to kind of like clear all the energy that was in my body of everybody else, mm. and really knowing like what does what do I feel like mm-hmm. like just me without right. the gaze of anyone else. Mm-hmm. I would imagine though too, like even like breaking the abstinence too, like is something like. Overwhelming, uh, yeah, and overwhelming, especially if you've been doing it for four years. Like, Absolutely, because I had to kind of catch myself because I was like, I'm gonna end up making this a bigger thing than it needs right. to be. Because then you're like, you don't deserve it, and it's like, well, I don't want to be a hundred years old, like, <laughs> you know, still at home. Like, no one deserves it. Cobweb. <laughs> yeah, like I'm still a young woman that should be having fun and experiencing. So I was like, okay, don't make this a thing, friend. Because once it hit four years. I wasn't planning on that mm-hmm. long, but it's just like what was being asked of me physically. And I just kind of went with it. And yeah, when I finally broke that, it was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. You know, but it was the yeah, clarity. We do. Yeah, we do. We look at friends. You're so nice to see. <laughs> like, look at her glowing. That bitch glowing. <laughs> I got her stuff. Right. So, but it was so wonderful because it's like, I spent so much time with myself, which I feel like I had never done. I think that's a big part of, too, about, like, you know, knowing how to cultivate friendships is really also knowing how to cultivate the friendship with yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's the foundation of all the other ones. Because mm-hmm. so so often we 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 avoid ourselves, like I was saying, in my, in my relationship. Yeah. And even in friendships, we avoid ourselves in friendships. Early 20s, avoiding ourselves. Just let's go out. Let's go out. Let's not talk about shit. Let's just do this. And even in our 30s and 40s and 50s, people are still avoiding. Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. In, in friendships, it's so, it's so easy to do that. I mean, I don't know. I think... Um, I, I look at my daughter now and um, I'm like, how, what tools do I give you now right. to like offset <laughs> some of this shit? The escapism that we all can fall into so easily in adulthood. Like, yeah. And I love escapism. I'm a yeah. fan of it. I yeah. think it's just a matter of how <laughs> It's, you know, like COVID. I had to play into escapism quite a lot because it yeah. was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, what is going on in the world? And, and just trying to like, keep your equilibrium but mm-hmm. i think the it's like less about feeling bad about when you need to and just kind of acknowledging that you have a lot of different um parts of you that need to be tended to and sometimes it is just sitting and watching love after lock Word. up for 10 hours straight yeah. if that's the numbing feel that you just need and then i kind of reel myself in like all right you know, that was fun. Right. <laughs> Go read yeah, a book. It's been six hours, bitch. <laughs> right. Or they, they are not oh, going to make it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they are not. But having less shame for yes. the processes. You know, like, I don't always want to process shit. Sometimes I just, like, don't want to think. Yeah. I always say that. I always say, like, if you're going to do some shit, you're going to escape. If you're going to dive into the whatever it is you want to do, the fantasy just do it fully and enjoy it. Right. Yes. Don't do that weird freaky shit quietly yes. and then be guilting yourself after. Yeah. Because you, you won't even really enjoy it's the true. weird shit, you know, whatever it is that you're doing that you're indulging in. It's like, do it, give yourself permission to enjoy it, whether it don't judge yourself really and then keep it moving. Yeah. I, I've never heard anyone say, um, I, you know, I was celibate because I needed to get, I needed to, I didn't, what did you say? I needed to like clear, clear my, all the, all of that energy oh, out yeah. of me. Oh my God. All and, those men's thoughts of me yeah. I was like who am I outside of relationships and then it was also that feeling of like how can I tell a man what I need if I haven't even cultivated what I need with myself like I didn't know I didn't know what felt good to me and so it's like I can't have that conversation with someone else before solidifying what that feels like and sounds like and looks like and those four years were really like the best relationship I've ever had 
Because it was like Fran really got to just like pour in. And now I'm so clear, like my boundaries, Mm -hmm. my capacity, but I wouldn't have been able to have the language for that if I didn't set the time aside to create that. And now I'm very clear, like my partner, he always says, I know exactly who I'm with. (laughs) Because it's like certain things he'll ask. It's like, no. And there's no need for an explanation. Like, there's no guilt Mm because it's like, this is just where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Right. And I I think every woman, especially because we tend to, like, put ourselves on the back burner to nurture everyone else a lot of times. Mm -hmm. It's good to be able to say no and to be very boundaried and not feel bad and not feel guilty. And I love it. This is probably why it's my favorite relationship because he's just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He'll just laugh and be like, it's me, hey, friend. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's just funny at this point. That's also a good foundation for a lot of our friendships, too, is that yes. with the brutal All honesty, the it's like, hey, I'm not feeling it today. My energy is off. Like, And we're very, we honor how we feel, and the other person fully understands that. And I think that's a beautiful part, because you've got so many people out there who are in their feelings about little things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mean. I can't hang tonight. Well, what does that mean? You can't hang out with me. We <laughs> right. haven't seen each other in three weeks and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But we have a, a clear understanding, which is really nice, so that we can... And a clear understanding of what we need. And then because we operate in that same space, it just makes things flow so much easier. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. The, the honesty is so key. Even like when you like sometimes even when someone's like, oh, I can't do this. And you're like, well, is it me? Like, did I do something? Right. Am I, like, are they thinking something about me? Like, not, not, like, not internalize. And not internalize mm-hmm. yeah. shit. And sometimes like I even have shout out to Jessica Rose um, and another like Ooh. friend we met through the Internet. But like we had a conversation and she was just like. I'm so strange. Like, you know, I'll, I'll hang out with you and Erica and then I'll leave and be like, do they like me? I'll be like, oh my God, I do that too. I'll be like, bitch, I'll be thinking the same thing. Like, am I here too long? Did I eat all her food? Is she mad? Is she mad I ate all the bananas? No, I'll buy you some more bananas, Erica. She'll be like, okay. Did I eat all the bananas? me at your house. I know it is. She's like, I ate all your pizza, I'm like, I just chips, ate all your, your snacks. I'm sorry. Right. That's what they're for. But it's like, even even having the, 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 like, the freedom to be like, I'm in my head. I'm tripping. Yeah. Or like, this is bothering me. Let me just say it. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever it is. And for Jessica to tell me that, I'm like, I do the same shit. And I'm Real. so glad it's not just me being a fucking weirdo in my head. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we're from the same weirdo tribe that we can talk about the weird shit going on in our head. And mm-hmm. it's not a thing. And she'd be like, I'm really having an anxiety attack right now. Please don't come over. I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll hit you tomorrow with the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save the wine for tomorrow. I love that. You though. know, but yeah, it's like, sometimes we do that too. Yeah, especially like, um, Being from the hood and our levels of education and access, a lot of the times we battle imposter syndrome with opportunities. And it's like, you know, you see the academics and the intellectuals Mm -hmm. and you're like, whoa, I can't really box in the ring. Mm -hmm. Come on, bitch, I got a GED. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, like, but also honoring that you have a place Mm -hmm. in in these spaces Mm -hmm. and your voice is just as valuable even if you didn't go to this school and meet up with this person and read this many books it's like we can be hard on ourselves and I think we've had that convo of just Mm -hmm. supporting each other like we might just have different language Mm -hmm. but it doesn't take away from the value of it needing to be heard and I think in our friendships we definitely like push each other to like break through whatever limitations we might create in our own minds absolutely that's amazing. Yeah, that that's so true. I just uh, like as as women, as black women, I, I think there is, there is a, a doubt, and there is a you know you put yourself last always, and always. And, and and it takes village to be like, nah, girl, that's your shit, right? Yeah. You killed that shit, and you're supposed to be here, and you deserve to be here, and like and I, it means I, so much, and like channeling shit from your friends. Like, mm-hmm. there's things about myself that are like Erica's cut off queen. She can like make boundaries so easily. So sometimes when I'm like standing up for myself, I'm like, I'm gonna just channel my little bit of Erica right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> can't do it. No, I just can't. Uh-uh. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to nobody, but I know I should talk. Oh, look, they're still, they look so nice. I know I want to be their friend, but like, I don't know how. And I'd be like, what would Mila do? I'd be like, hey, girl, hi, someone's up. I'm awkward, but hey. What? Hi. Yeah. And then they're like, is she okay? <laughs> Now we do that too because I think we we joke, y'all jokingly would be like, I'm on my hey friend, hey shit, when they just taking naps or like eating snacks or caring for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then Jade is is a lot more outspoken than Mm -hmm. I am. Like 
you know, she'll fight someone. On the well, yeah. <laughs> and and there's a part of me that's always like Jade, but then there's like I appreciate how if she's uncomfortable, she's gonna let you know. Yeah. I'm and so I take on that sometimes too when I know I have to speak up and I might not have it. I'll like channel Jade's energy, mm-hmm. and I think we all in our friendship group kind of have little pieces of each other that we, we empower each other mm-hmm. in ways that maybe like aren't natural necessarily to us, but to we our, know yeah. that we we need to do that. Brand helps me with my own boundaries because I'm I got clear boundaries with strangers, very clear. But with people I love, I'm I, I'll try it to do whatever. Watery. Yeah, I'm like I'm real. I try to be really. Uh, what's the word? What were we talking about? Uh, accommodating, mm. right? But like sometimes too much so to the point where it's depleting me. Yeah. And so she's really good about being like, no, not feeling it today, which has been a really nice example. So when. I'm not feeling it and I'm feeling guilty about not feeling it. I'm starting, I'll channel, I'll be like, all right, no, you know what? No, I can't, I don't have it today. I don't have it. <laughs> and then you find that other people are, you know, they understand yeah, a lot yeah, more. Yeah, it's yeah. your own shit. It's your you own, yeah. You'd be like, yeah. oh my God, they're going to be so hurt. They're going to be so upset. And oh my God, and they're not. Nah. And they're literally and they're like, not. okay, girl. They're like, good. Bed. I'm actually glad you canceled, bitch. You need to go to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's good. Um, just the last thing, um, cause I know you got to get out of here, but, um, I, I I was telling we were t- we were having a conversation with some other ladies and we were talking about how oftentimes we forget to tell the people that we love in our tribe like that we love them or like sh- shouting out like our favorite thing about them so like I just want to take a second and I want to know what you guys like Fran what is your favorite thing about oh. Jay Jay uh-huh. what's your favorite thing about Fran I'm gonna tell Mila what my favorite thing about her That's is. So sweet. <laughs> I love this. Um, it's a love fest. And I want to encourage you guys at home, too, to do the same. Like, call up your homie and tell them because yeah. they need to hear the shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, real. Um, honestly, I think I'm amazed at how good Jade is at so many things. Like, she's an incredible mother, an incredible wife, an incredible entrepreneur. And somehow... All of these things are just like staying afloat in the most miraculous ways and everything's thriving. And I think it's hard. And I know you might feel overwhelmed because <laughs> it's hard, you know, and we try to support you as much as we can. But I know it's still hard at the end of the day. But I still am always in amazement at like her capacity, you know, her capacity to love and give and grow and support. Her daughter is like. So awesome. Oh, my God. You know, such a reflection, such a mirror of her heart. You know, her heart literally walking out in the world. And I just, like, in in pure admiration, because I'm just, I'm not married or have kids, and I'm exhausted half the time (laughs) at just, like, existing. (laughs) So I'm like, how do you add, like, two more people to that? (laughs) You know, so I think I'm in amazement at... um, I don't want to say the superwoman trope because I feel like we take that on and it can actually be pretty burdensome. Mm -hmm. But I think I love watching you navigate who you are and what's needed and what you need and just figuring it out as you're going along while everything is thriving. And it's just like the coolest thing to witness. You're like such an awesome mom and wife and everything. It's just cool. Because I'm like, I, I hope I can do that too. No, nah, you be doing it. My favorite thing about Fran, <laughs> Fran, and this is not, I'm not putting her business out there. She's talked about these things. Mm-hmm. Fran has had uh, not the easiest growing up experience. Yeah. Yeah. And to know, um, as as one of my closest friends, like to know the details and the depths of those things and to see what a beautiful light she is to like so many people around her, Thanks. our family, our <laughs> village, her own mother, like everybody who comes in contact. Fran is a beam of light. She's got beautiful things to offer and to know where she came from and what she's exuding into the world, I think is such an amazing thing. Thank you. Oh, oh. I felt that in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mila, <laughs> Jamila to some, Mila to me. I don't know, you're Jamila or Mila. It depends what day it is. Um, God, there's so many things I do love about you, babe. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't be crying. Mila is is also a light. Like everywhere she goes, people are like just are like gravitate towards her, and she somehow has space for so much. Yeah, and um somehow is able to like fully give so much like she doesn't pick and choose like she's able to fully give and love with 
limitless capacity like that I don't I don't truly understand myself because I'm kind of a bitch sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> uh, no, can't. like she, you know she says I have boundaries and sometimes those boundaries get in the way I think yeah true. and so she is such a natural healer too people are so gravitated to her to her and she's a natural healer um, she's an amazing mother and her daughter is a reflection of her too. Luna is a little, I don't want to say a little Jamila because she is her own soul, but I see so much of her in you and her spirit and you're such an amazing friend. I know that I can call you at any time, any hour. You're like, what's up? What should we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I can just depend on you. And, um, I, I know that God, for some reason, put you in my life to, 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 to be on this journey with one another and there's literally no one in the world I would rather be on this journey with. So I love Oh my god. god. <laughs> oh look at it. Oh. <laughs> I could cry over like Lion King. I'm like, <laughs> um you know, okay, okay, also keep in mind, me and Erica have been on literally in close proximity on vacation. We're on our third week. We've been together <laughs> incredible. for four fucking weeks. So <laughs> I know I'm still in the same room. That's right? impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that says a lot. I know we're getting on each other's nerves, but you know, Erica, like I needed you. I did. And I have a lot of friends. I have, I'm a friend magnet ass bitch. <laughs> um, but I really needed this friendship and you, you do all, you're so of the, so much of the things that I'm not and so much of the things that I need in our business. You get shit done. That boss ass bitch. I don't know how you do all of the shit, <laughs> but she's, she gets the shit done. I'll be like, I want to do some shit, but I'll sit on the send button for like 25 hours. Like, why didn't I send that email? No fucking clue. <laughs> um, and, and even for someone who says they didn't want to be a mom, like I, I, one of the things that I channel from you all the time is you're incredibly patient. You know, you're inc incredibly patient with your daughter and with our daughters and with me. And like, that's not easy. You know, like kids are fucking annoying <laughs> and you are incredibly patient. Sometimes I look over, I'm like, how is she so fucking calm? Right. Does she not hear this? I'm like, I need to chill out. I need to smoke, you know? Um, <laughs> But it's true. Like I, 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 I'm always in awe of you. All the things you do, and not just do them, but do them in in completion, and do them at, right. to the best of your ability. And like we, we do, do a lot of stuff. And I, and I'm like, bitch, you need to step up your game. Erica is fucking doing the things and sending the emails. Right. So you know, I just, I'm so grateful for you and for our business and for our like our little family <laughs> <laughs> and our, our marriage. And there is nobody else I'd rather travel the world with and share a bank account with. And <laughs> and and just your way of always like I'm such a sensitive can cancer clearly and you always have a way of being completely straightforward with me but also being gentle like bitch you're fucking up but give me a hug I love you oh, <laughs> so you're like I, you could do better but I, I love you and I understand and I oh. I, do, I appreciate you so much and I love you I love you too. what a blessing <laughs> no, it is. we share guides I tell friend that all the time I'd be like your guides was in the room with me mm -hmm. oh my god yes <laughs> mm -hmm. yes all the time as kooky as it may sound right. or something, but we definitely have some ancestral connection somewhere yeah, yeah we for do sure. for sure it's true and like th there's such thing and even us all being you know black women in like a a space where we're we're obviously in tune with mm -hmm. spirit you know and that's not that's not something a privilege everyone's given to be tapped into that but so we find each other and i think like that's so special and important you know even the time i sacrificed those two pigeons <laughs> you still <laughs> you were looking at me crazy <laughs> but you love me and understood and we're like, not what? laughing for obvious reasons no it's, it's uh, relatable concept yeah. <laughs> you know and it's just like who else could i tell i sacrificed two pigeons <laughs> And somebody's in the back room, and they still they still ride with me, you know. I got you, so bitch. Funny. Yo, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> so oh funny. I love that. I think that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm about to cry. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. That shit just took me out. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for coming and sharing your friendship with us yeah, and stepping into our us. space We're and letting you. our audience like come step into your friendship. Um, for all the women out there, especially the black women. And like step into your friendships, the ones that feel good and feel authentic, where you can be your truest self, where you could like zip up, get naked, and and like physically and spiritually just come as you are and not feel judged. Like lean into that shit and tell those people you love them and, yes. and hug those people and like heavy moan together because I be doing that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. and date your date your friends, date your yeah, friends, date court your friends. your friends. We send each other just thinking of you flowers. Yeah. We have date night. <laughs> 
Yeah. Where it's like, well, we need quality time too. You yeah, know, yeah. we'll go see a movie, we'll go to dinner, we'll go for walks. Mm-hmm. She'll randomly text me like, you want to go for a walk? And like, mm-hmm. we'll just do that. It's like, I Sometimes love I order too many things off anthropology. And, and she'll bring me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like, I saw this. It looks like you because we dress the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just nice to uh, give our friendships the same amount of love and attention that we would our partnerships. Yeah. Amen. I think sometimes Amen. we we forget to do that. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I think a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. So that's a really. That's Maybe that's the affirmation. I give my friends as much time, love, and attention as I give niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, actually. I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> Let's all get it together. It's better Friendship. than fuck niggas get money. Yes. We did just get tattoos together. Oh, we did. It's oh, official. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's fine. Um, well, tell, tell our people where to find you. Um, I'm a hey friend, hey, across the board, every platform. If your hair is dry. You know where to you find know where friends. Right? Look at those, those YouTubes from years ago. They're right. still they're still accurate. They are still, they there. are still there. I'm not still there, but the videos are. <laughs> uh, Jade of all Jades across all platforms, mm-hmm. and I love you all. Thank you so much. We love guys. you. We love you guys. Thank you. And you know where to find us. We're on Instagram, Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. Um, you can check our Patreon out. You can watch it if you go to Patreon.com backslash Good Moms Bad Choices. You can't search us. We're explicit, um, but not really. We're just do what we. Want. <laughs> um, and rate and review this episode because you niggas be listening for free. You could at least do that. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Suspendido en la noche, solo puedo recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas, como bailamos en la gran ciudad.